Yep. All right. Welcome to 91 Octane. I am John. I'm Randy. And this is your podcast for cars, culture, and crazy things. Um, on, <laughs> thank you. Uh, on this week's episode, uh, very headline heavy. We're going to be under the hood almost the whole episode, I yes. think. Yes. Um, then we'll go over some E36 drama that I've had this week. And finally, as promised, we'll end with questions from the listeners. One, dire- one spicy one directed at you, Randy. Ooh, uh, like but spicy. let's let's start with under the hood. The first headline, and this is a two-parter, Volkswagen related. Okay. Um. So the all-electric IDR has set another track record. IDR. The IDR, which is their their all-electric race car. They they took it to Pike's Peak. It broke a Pike's Peak. Oh, that as one. Well. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So this was actually just in process of testing the car. Uh huh. All of a sudden, they uh, they did a 124 at uh, is it Blister or Bilsterberg track in Germany, okay. which isn't a well-known track. Yes. Uh, but they continue to break records. And the only reason I included this headline is because of the next one. Eight more Volkswagen employees are charged in the diesel scandal. Eight more? Eight more. It continues. So in 2015, 2015 Volkswagen admitted yes, they right, cheated. to de- diesel uh, emissions violations. They, yes. They cheated that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, these same charges uh, that I'm about to go around for these have already been brought against six other VW managers. Sure. And uh, the formal Volkswagen boss, the Martin CEO, yeah. Winterkorn, right? And mm-hmm. three others. So there's already been 10, and this is eight. So that makes 18. Yep. It's now 2020, and Volkswagen yeah. is still paying for cheating, essentially. So they're accused of fraud, false certification, and violation of the law against unfair competition, mm-hmm. right? And this is because they were modifying um the emissions readings based on the dyno reading yeah exactly like they were modifying the software they're essentially hacking yes their software yes to give different readings to past emissions in the usa right and they did this since 2006 apparently yes, yes. so this is a long time coming mm-hmm. uh, for volkswagen and now it's five years into this and they're still paying the consequences that's crazy but you know what i couldn't find Anything on anyone actually being uh, charged? uh, Yeah, charged. And going to jail. And going to jail for it. Like, charges have been made on fraud, but I couldn't find anything on any real consequence for any of these people. Well, here they had to pay for The company had to pay $4 billion. Yes, yes. The company had to pay money. To set up charging stations, and they had to buy back all their cars. Yep, yep. So the company suffered. Yeah. But the it was the decisions of these people to do this that really is what caused the company to pay that out. Yeah, absolutely. So you're saying that you haven't seen anything about them actually getting they lost arraigned. Their, they lost their jobs, but yeah. Yeah. In terms of actual legal consequences, I, I don't know that any real consequences being sent their way. So it's like Lori Laughlin, just a slap on the wrist. Yeah, exactly. And like oh, a month in jail. Oh, my God. That's another hot, though. one. Though. Yeah, nah, yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. I hear that a lot. Aunt Becky. Yeah. No, yeah. screw that, man. She's, any regular person would have would have paid yeah. way bigger if sentence. we were ugly. Yeah. We, or, or didn't if, have money. Basically, if we got it. Basically, we did it's it, a rich versus poor thing. Yeah. You know? yeah, so yeah. Like and good looking versus not. No, nah, I wouldn't even include no. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're money. right. You're fair enough. There's yeah. plenty of ugly people, rich, ugly people that yeah, get away true. with stuff. That's true. You know, so, I mean, that's that's bullshit. But, you know, I think Volkswagen is uh, partly to blame for our next headline. Wow. 
And uh, the next one is the announcement that Gavin Newsom made. Yes. In California. Right. So uh, the I guess the order that was signed is to do away with internal combustion by 2035. Car sales for brand new cars. For brand new cars. Used cars can still be sold before then. Yeah. Um, Or I'm sorry. After 2035, used um, internal combustion engines can be sold after 2035 right that's it and you know a ton of people are gonna say like why are they getting in the way especially the people that don't believe in climate change yes you know but really you can blame the companies like volkswagen for this stuff that's true you know like these emissions violations are what has led to these orders having to be signed right to save the environment yeah right um but one thing I've noticed in a lot of headlines for this is that they're calling this sort of a ban, right? And twenty at, on selling these cars in twenty thirty five. Sure. The order states it shall be the goal of the state that one hundred percent of in state sales of new passenger cars and trucks will be zero emission by twenty thirty five. Okay. Right. So nothing in the actual order is mandating, obligating, forcing. So it's just saying it's the goal. It's the goal, right? And the rest right. of the the rest of the order really just explains how different agencies like CARB or whatever need to start thinking about how to achieve that goal. Okay. Right. And I think okay. this has a lot to do with like avoiding lawsuits. Because sure. Because if California CYA. said, yeah, yeah, if California said, all right, twenty thirty five. Nope, you're done. We're not bringing any new internal combustion cars. You best believe that every single car manufacturer is going to open up a lawsuit yes. against California. Right. Maybe not every single one, but uh, at least the snobby ones will. The, I mean, the same ones that sued for the earlier. I'm sure laws. all of them would. Really? Yeah. They I would. mean, there are some that tend to stay away from that stuff. Okay. Uh, but for the most part, everyone has all they they all have motivation to do this mm, to but sue the state to sue the if state. it was a full ban. Yeah, it was like if it was a, a mandated ban. ban or but whatever. I think this is more of a like, OK, like it's, he's like saying, OK, everybody in California, we want to have this done by 2035. Yep. So start preparing now. I see. And that's, you know, I think this is kind of a signal for like, I mean, also the 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 sort of electric infrastructure in California Mm -hmm. is really old. Yeah. That's what's causing all these fires and stuff. And the rolling blackouts and rolling blackouts already. Right. right? Already. So how would we be able to handle full electric cars? Yes. By 2035 with the current infrastructure. Right. Right. So I think this is sort of a, 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 Hey, all these agencies are start working out your budgets. Uh-huh. Because we're going to need to start improving a lot of these systems in order to try to achieve this goal in 2035. I see. But I'm not entirely convinced that when 2035 rolls around, that new internal combustion cars won't be sold. Yeah, it's going to be like the exhaust law where it's like yeah, it, it might pop, but then yeah. it'll, they'll pull back because it yeah. it's, it's, it's a hard goal to achieve. But how do you personally feel? Like, let's say... I wanted to make sure we talked about interpreting this correctly. And Fair so enough, I did, and I, I appreciate that. Yeah, but I, but let's assume what all these headlines are saying that it's an outright ban in 2035. How would how do you feel about that as a car guy, and also a believer in climate change? So as a Detroiter, yeah, I just heard like all of Detroit probably shat bricks like <laughs> to yeah. build warehouses. Yeah, yeah, worth yeah. the bricks. Um, that's how much they shat. Um, so as far as, 
I'm 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 glad I guess that my home state is starting to work towards building EVs. GM you could say is leading the way, but actually Chrysler had the Fiat um, EVs right, right. Um, long ago, and so they also had the EV1 GM. But uh, and now Ford's in the game with a Mustang, so they only have like one or two product onesies, twosies, right, right. As far as full electric, and yeah. they've got some hybrid action going. Um, so as a Detroiter. It's good because somebody's lighting a fire under their ass. Yeah. Because they've been riding the ice thing for, well, all of the car companies have been riding the ice thing for eons, and it's only been incremental improvements. Ice is internal combustion engine. Yes. 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 So really it was Tesla that lit the real EV fire under everybody's ass okay. to get their EV thing going. That's oh, my sure. opinion, and it's probably true. Yeah. So... um. So as a Detroiter, I'm glad that somebody's lighting a fire in their asses to yeah. s- to realize that it's a uh, it's going to be a big deal because California accounts for 11 percent of all auto sales in the country. Damn, 11 percent. I didn't know that. Yes. Damn. So they got they they got weight to move around. We do. So it's yeah. almost a power move. Yeah. Also, it's a it flex. Is. It's a yeah. major flex. Yeah. With some balls to back it up. No pun intended. Yes. Yeah. 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 It is right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I, I don't know if it's a political move against, yeah. you know, like the powers that be right now. I mean, it or is. Whatever. It well, probably yeah, it, it could is. be. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to I say. Mean, I think it's motivated by the right thing, saving the environment. Right. So, uh, yeah, that's well intentioned. Yeah. Maybe the wildfires was really what stoked his flames for it. Yeah. I mean, that pun makes intended. Sense. Yeah. Again. Uh, <laughs> but so, yeah, that's how I feel about it as a Detroiter. I'm yeah. happy that somebody's igniting change and disrupting the industry. Right. As a car guy, I dude, I kept like talking about it with the wife and bringing it up after we'd already changed the subject. I was yeah. like, "But wait, what do you like, you know, like it was like it was like a real revelation to me that that afternoon. Is that how you felt about it or Um, well, I immediately started researching it. Okay. Because I found it kind of wild that I had found, I found out like maybe it had to have been like eight hours after the announcement was already made. Okay. And I couldn't really find anyone talking against it. You know what I mean? Like, mm. or like, or anyone presenting it negatively in that, okay, what are the car companies going to say? So my first instinct was, all right, I got to go research this. Yep. What, what does the order actually say? Mm-hmm. What's going on? Cause I did have a little bit of, my first immediate thought was, ah, oh, shit. Here we go again with California taking our crap. Okay. You know, there's carb that prevents us doing from a lot of fun stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. And then I was like, and then my second thought was, well, I mean, if, if new design looks anything like the G80 M3, then I don't need to worry about buying new cars. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because fuck that car. Right. And we'll talk about that later. Yes. But, um, but then that's when I went on to okay, I need to look into what what are they actually saying. Okay, so that's why you read that. Yeah, and that sort of yeah, and that sort of kind of calmed me down, mm-hmm. and and I I realized I am making a, a few assumptions. Yeah. On you know kind of the motivating the state agencies to kind of start preparing for this. Sure. But I mean, I feel like it's a logical move, right, at this point, because if it's just a goal. And it's an it's an, he's announcing an order as a governor. It's obviously to influence these state agencies. He's not going to influence car manufacturers yet, right? Right, because in order to entice them, the infrastructure needs to be there. Right, and really the the car companies all they need to say is you guys can't even handle 
having all electric cars right now? Mm-hmm. What makes you think that that that's going to be the goal in, in 2035, right? Mm. But they do have 15 years to figure that out, and that can be accomplished in 15 years if they have the right people and the right plans. Um, but that was kind of my thought process during the whole thing. In general, if cars get banned in 2035, new ice cars, new, new sales. ice cars sales in 2035, I'm not too concerned. Me too. It's I I know it's a little selfish because. Um, it's the younger generation, yeah. you know, that would probably suffer. Not- but even then, you know, it's kind of like I'm happy with my '90s shit boxes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what That's I mean? That's exactly how I felt. I was like, yeah. you know, what? there's enough sports cars yeah. in ice, like old, that I'd be happy to buy today's Supra for whatever price, you know, at, at that point or the next yeah. 400Z. When it's 15 years old at that point in time, yeah. like I'm good. I'm like, I've hit, I feel like I've hit like almost peak ice car. Right. In a way, maybe because they can't get the, they, they're already at like peak horsepower. Yeah. Peak streetable horsepower. I mean, yeah. I mean, there will always be advancements. Yes. But, but yeah, like, I mean, yeah, there's already, you're right. Like the, the whole spectrum of cars you could want is already out right it is so you don't really need to necessarily worry about something better coming out yeah. because yeah i mean it, it's you've got it all right we and, do and really in the do. used market you're probably better off right obviously you've got to know how to, your way around cars a little bit but mm-hmm. for us it doesn't really make of a difference but yeah. let me throw a curveball at you sure um a lot of like part support Mm-hmm. Right, does come from like tier one manufacturers. Yeah, tier one, tier two. Yeah, that still support things because these big manufacturers still need some of these parts. Yes, right, and they are just like Honda and Toyota. They are big influences being and in bringing these parts back. What do you mean by that? Like, Sorry. like, uh, you know, like for like parts for your engine or yes. even your engine. To, mm-hmm. Like, let's say that your whole engine, right? Yeah. Once internal combustion sales are done, mm-hmm. what effect will that have on the supply of those parts? Will it be, I mean, would aftermarket take it at that point? Or Which it could. You know, you and I know very damn well it, it, it could. It could. It could carry it for a while. but If not indefinitely, because 3D printing and manufacturing is doable cad is so accessible yeah, now but in some places you can't get away with 3d print i mean i guess you could 3d print metal now you can so, 3d yeah, scan shit yeah and then have it in you know like i'm i see people building brand new like fender linings for the mr2 the old mr2 really yes they just 3d scan that bitch and they send it to a uh place in china that just did the mold and Shat I, mean, it out. I guess it could be my lack of knowledge in that industry. On the manufacturing side. But I feel like new cars is where these guys make a lot of their money. Totally. A thousand percent. Right? But they can they're they easily can transfer over to and they probably already do EV supply. But will the same demand be there? Um well what's exclusively um well besides obviously pistons and things like that. So can like Wisecos and other piston manufacturers continue to exist is what you're saying. Yeah, uh, if the yeah. internal combustion engine is no longer being Cuz internal combustion then is reduced to enthusiasts. Yes, exactly, which is a niche. Yeah. Tiny it's tiny It's not niche. as big. We always talk about this. Yes. Because we're involved in the scene, it seems like it's a lot bigger. Yes. But I I pretty much suggest any car guy who's driving their modded car through any freeway in any state 
and it'll take you a while mm-hmm. before you see another modded car. Yes. Not to say that a guy in a basic Prius isn't an enthusiast yeah. and doesn't have a project at home or something. Right. But it's a it, it's a very small group of people. Very. So I don't know that that can float a giant enough market to where right. at the very least the parts will skyrocket. Or, it could. Or or I don't know. I, I don't know what the results would be, but I just I see it getting significantly more difficult. Tier ones us. will have to change their business model to make sure they can support EV, especially the, oh, yeah. the folks that build components for internal combustion engines like pistons, connecting rods. And it just seems shit. like I it just to me it seems like EV production and ice production. Uh huh. There's no overlap. So, Probably not. As so, far as the engine yeah. and the, yeah, the engine. So a parts. company would either dedicate themselves to one or the other. Yeah. And if the state is saying EV only, well, obviously they they've got to follow right. the EV production. Yeah, it'll be interesting because then the rest of the country, that eighty nine percent of sales. Yeah. If they can still sell internal combustion engines, oh, I want to add too that Germany and France have already done this. They've already made these claims also. Or mandates. Right, right. Yeah. But right? Uh, yeah, for the so future. They, yes. For yeah, the, yeah. I don't know how far forward versus California's twenty thirty five date. I don't but know either. In that range, let's yeah. say, right? Um so it's not like it's unprecedented. Yeah. Uh but I do to going back to the point, I do think that it is a disruptor for peop companies whose portfolios strictly um tend to the internal combustion engine. Yeah. Especially tier one, tier twos. That supply these automotive companies. So like my dad's company included. Well, no, they don't make pistons. They only make like brake calipers and shit. So, and he's gonna be retired by then anyway. So it doesn't matter for me. I mean, like what what will an AutoZone look like in 2050? Well, we'll still need uh, disc brakes and shitty batteries and shitty brake pads. So, (laughs) right? Yeah, yeah. So we still need that. That's still a thing. You can use their blanks, their rotors. Yeah, those are quality. (laughs) Yeah, they're heavy, but they're quality. Yes, exactly. So, um, who knows? It might be a computer store. That oh, it might be a half computer store, right? Like all they do is like EV stuff. They become like charging stations. Like I said, I've always talked about the modular PC and how that evolved from the '80s computer, the green screen computer. To what it became in the 90s when you can build your own with compu- computer stores and shit. Yeah. That may be how the uh, car car situation is someday. That would be dope. Yeah. You could buy the whole build and get it ordered and shipped to your house <laughs> and just, right? <laughs> and, and then just, get it tuned to AutoZone? And just drop it in. Yeah. Just be like, hey. Order it from AutoZone's website or, yeah. Or from the store, you, it's kind of like a catalog. Oh like, my god! Like a cabinet yeah. store or like a uh, Home Depot's the the blind section where you pick the colors and shit. I mean, it's gonna start with converting your ice car to EV. That's another thing that could possibly happen. Yeah, like I mean, that's that's probably gonna be the start of the industry that you're talking about. Potentially, right? Yes, because yes, yes. you're getting the kit to convert. Eventually, yeah. you're gonna get the kit for the car. Yes, right. right. I guess you know, kind of what IKEA did for furniture. Right. Somebody's going to do for the car. A thousand percent. (laughs) Which, dude, that's cool, man. You walk down the aisle and grab your shit. Yeah. Walk through car garages of the different types and models and things you can get. Yeah. And so you can build a business off of building those cars for people. Mm -hmm. Making it fully modular and self-assembly. Then you don't need... 
I mean, as long as it's all dot approved, stuff, even when it's self assembly. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are people that'll pay you to put their IKEA furniture right. together. Yeah, so, Task Rabbit. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's. I think, uh, and then you just get it inspected damn. to make sure all the screws and bolts are um, tight and yeah, roadworthy. Damn, that's another business. <laughs> that is <laughs> inspecting these cars. That's, yeah, that's a whole business in itself, dude. I'm telling you, yeah. So Man. there's, it's a disruptor. We miss the uh, the the pot boat boat right marijuana boat marijuana boat what part of it like the kind of i mean now it's kind of legalized not everywhere but mm-hmm. mostly everywhere now the grow ops are all established yes the infrastructure is there yeah yeah but we still have the ev movement yeah we do we want to get on on some of that i'm still in the kit ev uh car car kit for hondas yeah and mustangs you could be like the crazy CEO, you know, that has like these crazy visions about the future uh-huh. and I'll focus on the day to day ideas. Dude. Yeah. And then you just you're just in charge of mad hatting. The Let's shit just out of the do company. the Honda swap shit. Dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get those uh, GM EV motors and yeah. made it to a Honda um, axles. And that'll fit everything, oh, man. Do, do you think that do you think the Honda scene is ready for that? I don't I don't think so. Dude, once they're like bl- like blowing by people, oh for sure, on yeah, the track, right. well yeah. the SoCal people and yeah. the California people, yes, maybe not the track because the cars are going to be really heavy still. Technology, oh because has, the batteries, yeah, technology hasn't advanced that much. Yeah, maybe who knows? Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. I know some. I know you know a Honda guy in particular, who I imagine this news does not sit well with. Probably, yeah, yeah. I mean, you and, and like, I like to burn stuff, too. We like uh, our ice cars also. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But I think I, I, it almost comes with being a Honda purist to to remain ice. That's I think saying that is kind of um, it's a little jaded because like some of these Japanese car companies started out like making loom looms for clothing and fabrics. Right. That was their first product was making something that weaves yarn into fabrics oh that was the first honda product? i think for a toyota it was okay. or nissan one of the two okay that was or um, maybe it was even suzuki with the company i work for right that was like their first product period they right. were not even automotive it's just that their ceos the guys that started it were getting into cars at the time because of uh, enzo ferrari right so then they wanted to copy him and that's kind of how their interests transferred over like lamborghini's a tractor company right when it first started right but i mean what is that I, I'm, I'm so I, I guess my argument. So my point is, is that if you want to call yourself a purist for your brand, yeah. make sure you know the full history of the product line and how they so got you're to cars. If you're passionate about Lamborghinis, you better love tractors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some collectors have a Lamborghini tractor. Oh, dude, that sounds awesome. I would much rather have a Lamborghini tractor. <laughs> yeah, that's probably <laughs> yeah. true. Yes. But but yeah, I guess yeah to fulfill the full collection of yeah. what that brand represents. But to take like to take some I, I'd feel weird taking an ek then you know i like that i've had one and Uh and making it ev really yeah like it just seems even if you're smoking everybody in the track it's even it's almost well then you they'd have to create a class for you almost yeah for sure yeah for sure yeah i mean depending on the weight to power ratio right exactly but i i don't it just i don't know it just doesn't seem right i guess 
I think I mean in Back to the Future they predicted it too. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> not true. that that's the should be the <laughs> you know the bar for anything. Yeah, but they they did predict a lot of EV conversions. Yeah, or flying car conversions in that. I mean, a DeLorean movie. makes total sense. Yeah, yeah. Why not EV? Everything that is in California, car wise, you can yeah. make EV. I mean, I think once batteries are light enough, mm-hmm. and it doesn't even have to be that much lighter. Yes. but you know. Let's say battery and car at thirty five hundred pounds. If we get to that point, right? Then I think, uh, then I think it's good. I think it, it's good to go. If we can make it as compact as a um, carry on luggage, that would be the ideal state. I mean, now you're talking like twenty twenty five years, if not sooner. Who knows? But yes, to your for point, for like to, to for your for your powertrain to fit in your luggage for just the battery, not the not okay, the engine. Okay. Just the battery. Why would you need your battery to fit in your luggage? Then it could be swappable at that size. Just the battery? Yes. Then it could be almost truly trackworthy. You could do a Le Mans with that size of a battery. Oh. 24 hours of Le Mans. And you could have two batteries at home, one that you leave charging, one that you put in the yes. car. Yes. Yes. So it's like the it's going the opposite way of phones. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. Or you can be at a swap station get a different battery assuming they're universal just like you're picking up some d batteries <laughs> <laughs> for your car right? yeah but for your car you could pick it up at walmart you could pick it up at cvs you could pick it up at autozone so in the future we might be calling you nostradamus <laughs> <laughs> yeah who knows but I, th- I think what's cool about it for california that maybe some of the car guys aren't thinking about is is that it's still it's keeping us like the, the bleeding edge as a state. Yeah. We're oh, all, for sure. We've already got Silicon Valley. That's yeah. Keeping us the ble- bleeding edge of the world. Yeah. I don't know if that's too, you know. I mean, they're also creating villains over at Facebook. Yeah. So. Right. 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 <laughs> it's egotistical maybe yeah. of our state to think that way. But yeah. it's true. Yeah. We do have the hub for brain. And like power. I said, they're not taking our 90 shit boxes. So I think we're OK. Exactly. Yeah, we're so good to keep that. I'm I'm OK with it because I yeah. even told the wife if I was in the market for a brand new car that just needed to get me to work that was far away. Yeah. I would probably look at a model three seriously. Right. Oh yeah. That makes the most sense. Exactly. Yeah. That makes the most and sense. And we have the infrastructure for it here. So. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we, we obviously for us, we have, we have, we have two different needs for cars. Most yes. people just have one. Right. We have two different needs. Mm-hmm. There's the type of car that will fill the ice need. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that car isn't a new car. Yes. You know? Yes. Um, so Let's see where we are in 15 years. Yeah. Uh, you know, you could be also like regretting not making the Honda swap or yeah, the, the Honda swap or all this stuff. Store. Yeah. All the fries of cars. For. But you still have time, Randy. We do. You still have time. But let's get off of that headline that we've yes. been beating for an hour, it seems. Uh-huh. The next headline. I might be buying Jordan driving shoes, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jordan uh-huh. is starting a NASCAR team. Yes, he is. Uh, his first driver is going to be Bubba Wallace, and he started in the team with Denny Hamlin, who is another NASCAR driver. Mm-hmm. Um, the way this happened is actually a really it's it's an interesting story. It's a short story, but it's an interesting story. So it started leaking that that this was happening, right? That they were going to create a partnership and start a team. But at that, there was no plans to do that when that news came out. So they were discussing that news with Denny Hamlin. And Denny Hamlin jokingly says to Jordan in an interview, looks like we're owners together. Ha ha. 
Really? Denny Hamlin says that. And then Jordan replies, congratulations. That's fake news. But if you want to make it real news, let me know. Within 10 days. They had a team. They had a team. <laughs> and a driver. Oh, wow. That sounds like Jordan. That sounds yeah. like someone pissed Jordan off. Yeah, you can't right, have a team. Right. You suck. <laughs> yeah, you could never do this. And so he's like, "Fuck yeah, you, I like, can." And yeah. I got all the money in the world to do yeah, it. Yeah, and I'm and I'm gonna do it. Yeah. And so he's like, you know, he's talking about being involved. Uh huh. It looks like they're expected to run Toyotas because that's what Denny Hamlin ran. Okay. Um. So they're they're officially having a team for the race season. He says as soon as he's able to actually attend events, he will be there. I mean, he's uh, he's. I feel like this is disrupting that industry a little bit. I would say definitely because yeah. it's never. It's traditionally not a multi-ethnic. Yeah, I mean, Bubba Wallace is the only. Right. Well, even African-American the fans driver. and the interest. Yeah, yeah. Driving in circles was but never. But NASCAR was like the first on board with like Black Lives Matter and. Were they? Yeah, I mean, they banned the Confederate flag. Oh, I mean, yeah, they were doing they a ton of surprising stuff. For but they also had the Confederate flag there present. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. But not NBA games didn't. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. That right. is true. But right. th- because of that, it makes it even a braver move. That's true. Right? That's true. Because they could potentially be alienating a bigger group. And with Michael Jordan now becoming an owner, yeah, uh, there might be issues there too it could be that we're holding on to old nascar ideas sure for and sure maybe that doesn't exist we're as much we're not, we're not yeah. fans yeah but i might be now now that we might see you a, a good Jordan. question a good mm-hmm. question for you um so will mj's nascar team win a season before his basketball team the hornets yeah uh yes yeah. Because he's only relying on one guy. Yeah. I well, I mean, yes, the race team, the mechanics and all that shit, too. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I would I think, say yes. I think, I think that's going to suck. Well, they're going to f- meme the shit out of that. Like, yeah. But, I mean, they've already uh, they've already put out, like, renderings of, like, Jordan, a Jordan car. Like, oh, really? Branded Jordan. And I'm like, With dude, I can't man. wait for the gear. Yeah. Well, I'm you- going to have a tracksuit, a Jordan tracksuit. You know he was um, sponsoring a race team for uh, under with Suzuki, right? I did not know that. He had a Suzuki uh, race team. That's why he has black and blue shoes. Some of his colorways uh, oh. include the black and blue because that's the Jordan Motorsport color colorway. Oh, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. I, d- I thought this was his first foyer into motorsports. Uh, no, because he's always been a motor. He was a motorcycle guy in the 90s. Uh, OK, gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, yeah. good on Jordan, man. I'm looking for I might actually watch some NASCAR. Did they did they show colorways for the for all the renderings or no? No, no, it was just like a black and white. I think. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So very preliminary. Um, but I mean, I think this is exciting for that sport. All the hype beasts will get into it too with all one hundred with all the gear. We're the, gonna see hype beasts yeah. with driving shoes. Yes, like, exactly. Walking around L.A. Like, That'd be kind of cool, actually. Yeah. Jordan branded like. Uh, yeah, I mean Puma does it. Puma has like street shoes. We know. <laughs> we know, John. No, no, no. But they have like they look like actual race. Oh boots. yes, the speed. Yes. Yeah, the, yeah, that does. Yeah. And they have sparkle on them. Yes. But they're yes. not real driving shoes. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But they're so, shaped like them. Yes. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Oh, okay. So. Yeah. I, I think it's good. It's good for the sport. I think for it his is. Brand. Yeah. I mean, I, I I wouldn't watch NASCAR otherwise. I'm not not a yeah. big fan. Um, there's lots of crashing, I guess. So that's pretty exciting. But um, we'll see how that goes. We will indeed. On to the next headline. So do you know a f- French YouTuber's Val Briquin? No, not at all. Yeah, I don't know them either, but 
they launched a crowdfunding uh, campaign to build a Fiat Multipla. Do you know what a Fiat Multipla is? It looks like a duck with like really spread out eyes. It's a hideous car. I'll look it up. Yeah, look it up. So the crowdfund is to build a Fiat Multipla that is a thousand horsepower minimum. Okay. And within two hours, they uh-huh. met 70% of their goal. Seems feasible. Oh, We're, wow. This is ugly. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it in real life. Who the hell donates to a crowdfunding to build a car for somebody else? Would you? No. No, not a crowdfund. It doesn't make any sense for me, to, and especially for an established like YouTuber that's supposed to be making their own money. Right. I'm like, really? Why? Are, I don't understand. Like, what? I guess maybe they get their name on the car. Uh huh. Um. But I mean, I guess the, they rent. They did a rendering of the car, um, of what the car is probably going to build. Look that's like. funny. Yeah. Yeah, huge I mean, it wing looks mounted to yeah. the uh, license plate area. It Oops. looks funny. It uh, it's it'll be impressive with over a thousand horsepower, but I just don't understand the concept of crowdfunding a race car and donating to it. Yeah, I would, I would never. There was a guy that also crowdfunded for his Lambo. He wanted to get some aftermarket parts. So this it. is where I was gonna go with this. So yeah. this led me into a rabbit hole. Of, of of apparently people do this yes where they'll say oh i want to buy a, an sti but i can't afford it you know please donate to my gofundme right and right. there's a trend of people that do this yeah justifiably i looked up many and there was no donations on any of them oh okay you know because okay. it's because for the most part yeah i think this is probably like you know 13 year olds with moms that don't know what you know they're doing with their credit cards yes probably maybe donating money but it just in my head, I'm like, why? Why would I want to give 100 bucks, 200 bucks, whatever it is to to these YouTubers to build this car that I'm never going to have anything to do with? Yeah. And I know it sounds a bit like haterish to say that, but I'm not hating on the car or the build. Yeah. The, just I'm the just, means. Yeah. Or which I'm just like, the why, approach why, that they're why taking. are you exploiting your your viewers? To build a car that you want to build. Right. How about you invest money and build it? Right. That way you can get more viewership and generate money that way. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's a weird. Yeah. And also a weird platform. Right. Yeah, the yeah. Fiat Multipla. It's like, why choose that car? Just to be able to troll or be. Yeah, inter- I don't know. Famous Maybe I don't know enough about these YouTubers and that might explain why they're doing this or why this would make sense. But I just don't see in what world. I would want to donate you, any money. Yeah, you and I have like the shifty eye with these guys. Yeah, like, yeah, it's sketch, right? It's super duper. I sketch. mean, because I mean, they can't. Maybe maybe they can raffle the car at the end, right. and one person gets it. Uh huh. Realistically, they're keeping it. Yes. Uh, so I couldn't really find any details on who's getting it or not. Uh huh. Um, but I mean, from from what I can tell, I mean, it they're really just milking. I don't want to say viewership. scam milking. That's a good milking their viewership for. A ridiculous build. Yes. You know, but what then do, what do they want uh, total? The I, I don't know. Actually. Oh, they don't have like a yeah. dollar. And no, I, I didn't. I didn't find that. OK, Um, but it was just it was 70 percent of the goal. Man, I, I, I don't remember. I got to look up what the goal was. Maybe I'll post it. That's crazy. But that's nuts to me. Well, I mean, the somebody people like them enough to do it. So, yeah, whatever. I mean, more power to them, I yeah. guess. You know, I personally wouldn't. But um, let's get into 
the biggest news, at least for me. Yes, in your world. In my world, the G80M3. So the new M3 got released. The new M3 got released. I think M stands for muskrat. <laughs> have you seen what a muskrat looks yes, like? Yes, yes. That's a very, Because that's what the memes good. have been showing, right? Yes, yes. Yes. I mean, like, let's, okay, let's talk about the advantages the car brings, right? What we know now. Right, we knew they confirmed manual transmission. Yes, right out the gate, a winner. Four hundred fifty right. plus horsepower, right? For, so actually coming in at uh, what is it here? Let me make sure I'm looking. Four hundred seventy-three horsepower. Okay. Four hundred. Yep. So um, four seventy-three horsepower. Yeah, four hundred forty-two foot-pounds of torque. Twin okay. turbo V six. V six. Yes. The V. Okay. Um, and you know they started showing the car. Yeah, it was uh, leaking like all over the place before. Oh this yeah, for sure. Leak. Never really any great pictures, but yeah. yeah. I mean, once the promos come out, everyone got a real good look at them. The buck tooth car, man. Mm-hmm. And the the it's the shameful part is that that is the only part of the car that, at least from a like a normal consumer's perspective, that just doesn't fit to me at least. Right. Everything else on the car looks amazing. The interior amazing oh man those seats oh yeah just worthy dude oh they were yeah. sexy dude i was like man they they really did a number with this interior europeans just know how to do interiors yeah i don't know what it is and man. you saw the rear of the car with yeah the, it's with fine the, with the stacked quad exhaust i didn't notice that oh i'm dude, not a that that that's i see i thought the a profile and the rear of the car look really really good okay um, but there were some egregious violations and this is where these are the things that are really, really deal breakers for me in terms of this car. Sorry. What do you mean by stacked quad? So it's got quad exhaust in the back and yeah. it's two on top, two on the bottom. Is it? Yeah. They're, they're like a trapezoid, not really directly above each other, but they're a little, the bottom two are a little wider than the top two. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. But yeah, yeah. Sorry. Continue. So then the first is the grill, right? We've we've beat this yes, to death. Everybody you know, has. It, it it could be the aftermarket solved this problem. It could be that they come out with a LCI version that has a completely different bumper. I think Whatever. it'll grow on people. I I, I really do. Really? I do. Dude, it looks so bad. I think it'll grow on people. I think BMW's doing a real good job of trying to make that happen. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe next year. Okay. But I think sales this year, I don't know. I'll probably be completely wrong. But is it releasing this next like, year? Oh no, twenty twenty one in the winter. So or it should be early or well, it was expected in November, but of this year of or this that? year. Okay, but I don't think it's going to release that early. Okay, especially with uh, all the Corona situation. Mm-hmm. But let's get into the stuff that you might not essentially or might not pay too close attention to. Um, some of the design, which I consider flaws. First, the Hoffmeister kink. Do you know what the Hoffmeister kink is? Hell no. So on the in the design of BMWs, going back to the 1960s, okay. on the C-pillar, there is a specific shape uh, to that rear window. Okay. Right? And the specific, it, it, goes, it goes out, right? It goes flat, then out. Sounds like a fetish. Then cuts <laughs> back in, right? It does. It does sound like a huh. fetish. Okay. Right? And for this generation, they got rid of it. That is a design language that's it, always been in the BMW. It's been since the 1960s, since uh, Wilhelm uh, Hofmeister designed it in ni- from ni- I think it's 1960, 1961. And so they got rid of it. And they this. got rid of it on this one. 
Okay. Um, so it's sort of already in that like regard. Shitting on the yeah, heritage. dude. It's like fuck you and your design. This is the new BMW. We're the new kid on the block. This is is nothing like your old ones. And even the F80 previous generation had it. Right. This is the first generation that's coming out without one. Oh, okay. I'm, I mean, you're E21, E30, E36, E46, the whole E90, E92, everything, E93, basically. everything. F80. Even the SUVs then. Uh, I I didn't look at those, but I think even those have it. Okay. Um, the, the statement that BMW has made is that cars with the Hoffmeister kink are real wheel drive cars. So they've, the, 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 any car that's designed with that kink, uh-huh. Is real wheel drive, which most of their cars are. So the new M3s are not. They they are, but that's why they're deviating from tradition, which is why. Okay. Like it's I it, see you know you it, it's breaking what's common what's commonly known about these cars, right? Oh, so okay. and I mean being able to say right, being able to drop that tidbit of knowledge about the Hoffmeister kink, that just sounds cool. You know what I mean? And now it's gone disrespectful man that's just so disrespectful <laughs> disrespectful okay yeah okay. following that um i don't know if you've noticed on the g80 m3 specifically not the not the m4 probably not but okay. right probably not right <laughs> so in the rear fender there's this weird crease um maybe maybe you could take a look at it here okay um but there's a where they tried to fit a wider uh, quarter panel, right? Obviously, because they want yeah, they wanted the BM3 always gets the wider mm-hmm, wider rear, body. Yes, but it looks like in order to fit that quarter panel and the door being able to close, uh-huh. they have a bit of a gap, and it looks like someone like creased it over so the door would fit, and it doesn't. It just looks like it's aftermarket. Like I, I just don't understand why you would design it this way. Or why it's necessary to design it this way. Okay, show you. You may want to yeah, show you, me what you mean. Exactly. Yeah, right here. Look, I don't know if you see it, but right here. So I'm pointing at the rear bottom of the door. There's a clear like gap. It gets wider there. Oh, so the wheel well gets wider, but the door does not. Is what you're saying? Uh, no, the wheel well. Is, I mean, that's fine. I'm talking about the where the door. Meets oh, there's the a bigger panel. gap because a bigger gap of the wide uh, fender because of or the, the quarter yeah, panel. Yeah, because they have they had to fit that piece there, and I feel like they had to crease it a bit in order to be able to attach it or something. So it's not a smooth transition to the not at all. To the it, it's rear. very disruptive to uh, the look of it. Yes. Um, like it, it disrupts the line. So it's weird that a designer would leave that in there, mm-hmm. or maybe it was engineering constraints. Right. Um, and it wasn't designed that way, but it just doesn't make sense to me that they would just make it even the whole way down. Mm, flowing through. Yeah, because it really yeah, it really looks like someone someone put like a board there and closed the door. Right. To bend right, that right, piece right, down. Right, right. So it's a little weird that, that this is this is how they've designed a car that's probably gonna cost ninety thousand dollars. Do M3s you know, start there now? Oh, they're getting up there now. Yeah, I mean, really? Yeah, I mean, you're getting seventy to ninety. Se- seventy to ninety thousand. I'm expecting wow. this one to be in that, like, we're pushing that. Yeah. That uh, also, sense. I mean, especially with that interior, they're probably just sell yeah. that that interior alone on that. Wow. So it's um, yeah. I thought that was. I really don't like the side vents either. Mm-hmm. They look like a lot like the regular four series. Yes. On them, um, yeah. they're not as flashy as I've I've remembered. You know, past. Uh-huh. M3s. Um but the the last and biggest piece 
or my biggest issue with this car is the weight. Guess how much it's going to weigh? It's a pig, right? It, like literally. Almost 4,000 pounds, yeah. man. Yeah. For a race car. And I mean, the previous, the F80 was 3,500 wow. at 425 horsepower, which is still big, but it's like, okay, it's respectable. Okay. Right? Um, and you could feel the heaviness. I remember driving one and you can feel it compared to the e- E36 and the E90. Mm. Um but for a car that only got about a 50 horsepower boost, but a 500. 410 pound difference. Yeah, that's. I don't know. I mean, I don't know where they're going with it. That's like five series numbers. You I was going to say I mean? it's like the M5. Yeah, exactly. It's the, like the new M5 got rebadged to the M3. Right. And then the M2 is the new M3. Yeah. Unless the, maybe they figure. Oh, yeah. That, that, that might be the case. That's what it is. Yeah. Because I mean, I. I mean, but the M3 has always had the reputation of a track car, right? The the M5 has great performance, but yeah, it's but meant it's more for luxury. Sedan, luxury, yeah, with yeah. a little bit of sport infused. Whereas the M3 has always been like, okay, you can take this to the track. Mm. Now I'm wondering, I mean, they had to have done things to make this, you know, to balance this car out. We know they tested it on tracks, but I'm very surprised that they built a car that is almost 4,000 pounds that the M division put out a car that's almost 4,000 pounds. It's so they can sell the competition model with the carbon fiber roof and the carbon fiber But how much, I mean, most of the time, the co- their carbon fiber competition stuff really only gets rid of like 200 pounds. Uh, right. So you're not right. even getting rid of all that <laughs> yeah. weight, you yes. know? And there is going to be a pure edition, right, where it's very stripped down, doesn't have the sunroof, carbon fiber roof. Okay. Right? Like it, but they'll charge more. But they'll charge more, <laughs> yeah. of course. They'll adopt the Porsche Le- model. Yeah, less know? shit but more. Yeah, yes. but more but more things. More, co- more price. Yeah. yeah. But uh but yeah, I mean I think I thought that was the biggest because now you're affecting performance. Yeah. One thing is the looks, right? You'll always find people that will know how to appreciate it. Yeah. Even, you know, I guess uh it's a money yeah. flex yeah. also always almost oh, always. Oh, for sure. Right? Yeah, yeah. When they come out. Oh, for sure. Yeah, most of the time when they come out. But I mean for a performance car to be almost 4000 pounds, I don't know, man. In the high 400s range and power. Yeah. 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 And I wonder where all that weight is coming from. I mean, other than the body, I mean, all the other components should be lighter. One would think. Yeah, I mean, I, safety I shit, more safety shit, more metal. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, the, the engines are like all aluminum now. Right. I don't know, but yeah, that was I was shocking to hear that it would. There's a 410 pound increase in weight. On disappointed. This car. You yeah. didn't say disappointed, right? Oh, for sure. Maybe this is kind of them getting their uh, customer base used to this weight, so they can drive. EV cars in the future, <laughs> right? It's because right. the five, the M5 is going to be all electric uh, soon. Okay, they've announced that, and they're doing an M for the I division, right? Well, no, the electric aren't it's they? M5, doing? the M5. Oh, the yeah, M5 the M- is there. Yeah, it's going to be the M- electric. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's okay. the plan. Okay. At least that's what they announced in the past. So we'll see. We'll see what they do with that. I see. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, you think you're right. I mean, there's going to be, there will be customers for the G80. The flex customers, right? I mean, yeah, that's, yep. that's going to exist. But in terms of a car that would appeal to me, you, I've always said that I wanted an F80. I had I had trouble deciding between the F80 and the yes. E90. I have no trouble turning this car down. <laughs> no trouble, man. Well, I, I one of the thoughts that came to mind was uh, one of the recent Honda Civics, like maybe the 2012, everybody hated it. Right. So Honda did a mad dash 
to get the next gen out like right right away like within two years yeah usually those cars have like a six to eight year life yeah and they canned it in like two years and went with the next generation right at right there i mean like i said maybe this is what happens with this i mean bmw is known for the lcis right what's that life cycle impulse where like mid-year they'll do design changes okay like they're known to do that okay this might be an opportunity for them to do a big change yeah like i said scrap yeah, the whole fucking yeah, thing and go to the next yeah, gen introduce a completely different thing the, i don't think they could design a new m car in two years but they could probably figure out how to improve this one yeah in two years bumper swap yeah bumper swap lose some weight somewhere i don't know maybe, maybe yeah use lighter seats i don't know something yeah um uh, but yeah i don't i don't know and and they they did a uh, show like the competition series a black and red one i don't know if you saw no they had, i didn't it had all the aftermarket goodies on it oh yes with yeah. the, the white with the blue and red yeah yeah yeah, yeah and that. it looks i mean the back looks amazing like i said profile looks they have amazing like a carbon fiber spoiler on yeah. it too right interior yeah. looks amazing but as soon as that gets to the front like, yeah Ugh. it's a butter <laughs> yeah <laughs> but everything tooth, butter man. face buck too yes but that wraps up our headlines yes now let's move on to e36 updates and i have some drama drama it's if it's not one thing it's another so uh the steering arms went back on right in preparation to put the coilovers in i'm like all right we're getting we're getting good uh my end link still haven't arrived so i can't put on my sway bar but still i could put on the coilovers Uh uh-huh um so i'm i'm i put the coilovers together i set my preload i'm measuring making sure i'm like i'm not gonna put the car down yet but i want to get close so once i drop it it's not a big deal to to are you gonna corner balance that bitch yeah yeah okay Uh, yeah as soon as as soon as it's all installed okay so i'm going to put the uh the coilover in and i noticed that the camber plates you can't install them to where they move left and right the, oh. When I install them, the camber adjustment is actually slightly diagonal. So whenever I adjust, I do I am able to adjust camber a little bit, but it's also adjusting caster at the same time because I'm moving it essentially moving front and back. Okay. Which I shouldn't be able to move. Uh-huh. I don't want to adjust my caster. Uh-huh. So then I start looking up. I'm like, is this right? Yeah. Like, should it be this way? And I know that I've seen uh camera place on other cars and it's it's right to left right to left uh-huh so then i'm looking it up and it turns out that the e46 and the e36 have the same bolt pattern for the camber plates to install into okay but the e46 design has the camber adjustment pointed directly at one of the bolts okay the e36 design has the camber adjustment going across so if you imagine a triangle right mm-hmm so the the e46 adjustment is pointing towards one of the uh one of the points of the triangle mm-hmm. whereas the e36 flows right through okay. so it's never actually pointing at any of the other triangles points. points okay um so they sent me a kit that for the is e46 fully e36 okay yeah the, but the, the camber plates are but the camber plates are for e46 cars oh so geez. i'm like oh my god like i only installed one because i couldn't find enough information on it i'm like this is just not right uh-huh like i've never seen it this way yep and so i started looking up some e36 owners that i know on on instagram who have taken pictures of their engine bay and sure enough there's go left to right. Yep. So I'm like, okay. So then I looked up on the website that I bought them from ECS tuning and in the picture, it's the right configuration. Yeah. But the ones that I received are wrong. Uh huh. So I'm like, 
fuck, man. Yeah. Here's another delay. Not only am I going to have to disassemble the coilovers that already came assembled, so it's adding to the work. Oh. But at the same time, like, I really hope they don't ask me to ship back the full coilovers. Why? <laughs> Because I don't want to have to ship them back. I want yeah. them to just send me camber plates. Okay. I'm fine with that. You okay. know what I mean? So I call ECS. Yep. I'm like, hey, man. So this and this and this is wrong. Basically, everything I just told you, mm -hmm. I broke down for them. He's like, uh, you know what? Let me put you on hold for a bit, and and then I'll get back to you. So I'm on hold. It's like five minutes pass by. Comes back. He's like, uh, so what car did you get? Oh, or what car did you get them for? And I'm like, oh, it's an E36 M3. He's like, ah, uh, let's start this over. Like, what the fuck? He's like, all right, what year is it? I'm like, oh, crap. This guy doesn't know shit. Yeah. It's a 98 BMW M3. He's like, oh, okay, 98 BMW M3. Ah, uh, do you know if it's like, if that's one series, three series, five series? And I'm like, what the hell? So this guy, what he was doing is he was on the ECS website looking up if I ordered the right ones. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which I know they have to do. Yes. But at the same time, it's like, dude, you, you should be an expert. You guys sell Euro parts. Yeah. You, you guys should know some of this stuff. Mm. So he's like, okay. He's like, okay, I, I was confirmed. And I'm like, you know, I can send you pictures. And he's like, okay, this is what I have to do. He's like, I'm going to have to consult with our in-house BMW expert. And then depending on what he says, if something's wrong. Uh -huh. Excuse me. Yes. If something's wrong, uh, then we'll have to call the manufacturer. Yes. And all I could think was, oh, my God. Time, this is time, time. Weeks. <laughs> this is going to be yes. weeks, dude. That's the first thing I thought when oh you started this story. Oh, my God, dude. It's yes. going to be. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to. I'm going to do the best I can with this email. I, I have to send them pictures. So there's no question. Yeah. So I diagrammed the motherfucker. I put arrows. I put little labels on the pictures. I'm like, this is how it should be. This is what's on your site. This is off the car. This is on the car. This is what it wow, looks like. Wow, you went to that extent. Oh, dude, huh? I put everything on there. I'm okay. like, I don't want these guys to quench, question this a bit. I am 100% sure this is the wrong part. And where this is the one that's based in Connecticut? This is It's in the East Coast. I think it might be Connecticut. Okay, so the other corner of this country. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but And the manufacturer of those coilovers is also on the East Coast. Okay. So no matter what, who it comes from, it's going to take a while. Yeah. And so now I'm like, my my plan B has now been blown up. Yes. And I'm going on to plan C, which I'm I which is what I didn't want to do. I'm just going to disassemble the rest of the car because what I wanted to do was take parts off, put parts on. Mm. So the next step after doing this was going to be the transmission yeah. and the clutch. Yeah. Now I'm just going to pull the transmission, pull the drive shaft, pull the rear subframe, and everything's just going to be off the car. And as things come in, then I'm going to put it back together because obviously something is working against me here. Yes. Oh, my God. That was so frustrating. Dude. So did they agree to receive your your coilovers back? That's the worst part, man. <laughs> so uh, this was yesterday that I called. Yeah. And uh, the guy was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to contact the BMW expert. And, and then he's going to answer and blah, blah, and that. So I sent him the email yesterday. Today I follow up like at 10 a.m. And I have yet to receive a reply. Mm -hmm. 
And I'm just like, I'm, I have the guy's direct email. I'm not sending it to customer support. You're, you're talking to the uh, BMW I'm, guy. No, no, the, the, the guy that was helping me, the support oh, okay. guy. Okay. But I'm interacting with him specifically. Mm. So either he's off today or that motherfucker's not checking his emails. Is it a Gmail account or is it a no, company it's a, website? No, it's a legit. Okay. It's a legit. Okay. I mean, this is a legit outfit. I will, ECS tuning is dope and they've always taken care of me. Okay. And they've even overnighted, you know, incorrect parts that they've sent to me before. Oh, okay. But it was just like a bolt or something. Oh, okay. This is the first time where I've had a a real major issue. Yes. In that I'm getting a part that doesn't belong in this car. Mm. And what I'm afraid is that they're going to come back and say, no, that's the right part. When I know for a fact it's not, I know for a fact because I've seen other E36s with the same coilovers, and I know how the configuration needs to go for the camber plates. And the the manufacturer is the guy that you called who, ICS, right? Or N- no, EC- that that the guy that I actually I- talked to was TC Klein. Oh, TC Klein. But yeah. uh, but the I- ISC coilovers is the one that I ended up getting. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, I, okay. So I never talked to the owner of the company uh, okay. for that. Yeah, for that company. So. That's kind of where I am. Um, you know, we're clearly not working towards October at this point. Yeah, you know, we're, we're working towards December now. Okay. Uh, hint, hint. There's still some events in December, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So th- I, there's still time, but it's just been like, it's just been a drag with this build, man. Mm. Just waiting and incorrect parts. And, and I've never really had issues. Maybe it's because I'm ordering a ton of stuff. Yes. That, you know, more right. of this is happening or and I'm cor- noticing more of corona. it. Yeah. Oh, and mm, I mean, I've never really had an issue with mail there. Okay. Until now. Yeah. Yeah. So now like mail is slow, incorrect parts. I don't know what, how this is going to end. Yeah. We'll see. I'm really hoping that I get a good, I just want all the even, right parts. Yeah. I'll even send back the old camera, camera plates, plates if that's what you need. Yeah. But I just don't want to have to send. I hate, I hate shipping heavy stuff. And shipping a whole coilover kit. It's heavy as oh, fuck. Oh, hell yeah. It's like dude. a luggage. Yeah, right? I'm going to pay 20 bucks just to put tape on that damn box. Right, you know? like, right, right, right. It's, it's, it's a huge package. I just don't want to deal with that. So we'll see. I mean, we talked about this before making the before I made the purchase that I really wanted the customer service aspect to be good. And this is exactly why. Right. Um, ECS has always been good to me. So we'll see. There's no Euro shops in SoCal? What do that you could mean? have had this part for you that could have sold this part to you um these coilovers to you i don't really search local shops no uh for parts like that no there's no like yeah there's there aren't uh, there are i think there is one shop that i know that carries them yeah but i don't know if they carry them for the e36 i know they carry them for subarus oh okay. yeah but there's- even then i wouldn't go to those places because i order a lot like when there's like coupons or discounts mm-hmm. from these mm-hmm. companies. And that's how I got these. Oh, okay. so I got these on sale too. I see. I see. Um, and, and you so this is not just a, it's a all Euro company. It's all Euro. So, like so the Porsche, Audi, Porsche, BMW, Mercedes. Volkswagen. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mercedes. Yeah. They, they well, have all that stuff. Well, that explains why the guy doesn't know M3 specifically. It's a full um, breadth of European brands. I mean, I guess. I mean, I, I, I would know and enough. like Hoff, Hoffmeister like, creases. And, I, like, I wouldn't all expect them sh- to know that. Yeah, but those are the. But I mean, like, you know, like basic like no Volkswagen clue. stuff, basic Audi stuff, basic 
I was just very surprised. One would hope, but yeah. it might be just some high schooler, the cheap labor. Yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah, yeah, it could be like right? the owner's son, like exactly, just like sixteen year old mm-hmm. helping out. Yes. So we'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Yes. But at least he's helping me ish. Yeah. If he would have replied to my email today, it would have been nice. But we'll see. We'll give him until mid next week or so and right. figure this out. I already know that it's going to mean waiting. Yeah. So might as well not stress it. Yeah. Unfortunately. <sighs> so those are the updates for the E36, man. It's kind All of a right. pain in the ass. I, I need to figure out how to sell stuff too to get stuff back into that budget. Um, undercut, undercut the market. You were surprised at how quickly I sold um, my exhaust. Well, right? yeah, yeah. And that gets into our final. Uh, uh, fine, yeah, or actually questions from the listeners. Yes. So um, this actually wasn't submitted as a question to ask for the show. It was somebody in our DMs. Okay. Uh, but considering that, you know, I'm mostly on there, you don't really, you're not really on. You're handling that. the social yeah, side. Yeah, handling yeah. the social side. I was like, okay, I'm just going to bring this to Randy on the show. Sure. Um, and the question is, why did you get the Legolas R? Because that's that's the name of the exhaust, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's quieter than stock. It's not, actually. So At first, I thought it was Yeah. when I drove it on the freeway. Yeah. But it's not quieter than stock. There's some sound to it, some rumble, but not a lot. And I guess dr- drone you had with the stock exhaust is now gone. And I think that's what you're not hearing on the freeway. Um, there was no drone on the there stock no, exhaust. Okay. There is a l- tiny, tiny bit on this car. Yeah. Just enough. Um, and this is exactly the other thing, too, is, is really there's no performance gain. Yeah. It, is, is that what was mentioned at uh, all? No, no, not really. Okay. I mean, I think uh, I think it was actually mentioned that there's a performance decrease. I don't know if it's a performance decrease, but I don't know that I could be. I could be wrong. Yeah. I mean, I, I just I was hesitant to ask this because I yeah. didn't, didn't want to like put you on blast. I don't care. in case it was true. I know yeah. you don't care, but yeah. I still felt like like. But then you turned the car on. Yes. And I heard it. Yes. And I was like, that does not sound like stop. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. It was silent when yeah. I started up before. Oh, for right? sure. Before yeah. I couldn't hear it. I wouldn't even notice it. Yes. And now it's like, it's a very deep, like nice there's a, sound. There's a deep sound yeah, to it. It's not yeah. loud. No. But it's exactly what you wanted. That's right? a thousand percent right. Yeah. So I, I thought it was interesting. Yeah. Because it's, um, it's not quieter than stock. That's for sure. Right. For 100%. But it's one of the quietest exhausts for the car. Yeah. And that's only because. Because I drive with a top down almost all the time. Right. I don't want to lose my hearing. It's already pretty bad as it is. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my main thing. Yeah. But when I bought it from the or I talked to uh, I when I sold my OEM exhaust, I was yeah. talking to the guy um, that I sold it to. He's going back to stock. OK. So he's selling a bunch of shit. Right. Which tempted me even more to buy more of his yeah, shit. Yeah, You should have bought it all. I know. Tell me about <laughs> it. But nonetheless, um, yeah, he was saying to really get the performance gains, I do need to do a test pipe and an ECU tune. Okay. Which, that was always on my list, that at least the ECU tune. Right. Just not this year. Yeah. But he obviously has the parts for sale, and he's like... Uh, oh, he has the test pipes? He has everything. Because that was brought up by this guy, too. Yes. Right? Are you going to put the test pipe? Like, he made it seem like the only way there's any sound, meaningful sound coming from those... 
uh, from that exhaust was if it had test pipes. Um, but it, but no way, dude. It's gonna be way too loud if you have test pipes. It'll be louder, and I don't want to go that route because I drive at like three in the morning sometimes. Oh yeah. And I don't want to be waking up like the wife and kids. Yeah. You know, in that or I don't drive the S two thousand, which is like yeah, even worse. Say, yeah, exactly. Yeah, even no, more you don't pointless. Want if you were putting parts on your car that keep you from driving it, that's you're stupid. doing it wrong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So that's why I have to balance like performance gains versus my own personal enjoyment yeah you know versus my hear my health and hearing right 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 so that's why i went with the legalis are fujitsu yeah, yeah legalis yes that, uh, i don't know how to pronounce it exactly <laughs> yeah. or where the stress is yeah legalis yeah legalis i don't fucking know yeah. but nonetheless it's got some sound it's exactly what i wanted i honestly think it's the equivalent of what i have on on like for my it's a little louder yeah. Mine is a little louder, mm-hmm. but it's actually one of the uh, quietest quietest exhausts for the E36. The E36 or the, oh, the, the I'm sorry, the E92. Yeah, oh, the E92. Okay. It's one of the, I, but, but it's still a it's little pretty, loud. Pretty good sound. Yeah, but but it's not blaring like but obnoxious. Most, most exhausts are louder than that. Uh, yeah, most exhausts are louder than that. But I will say, when you got here, I was in the kids' room in the back. I didn't hear your exhaust. I just heard your music. Oh yeah, I do tend to play my music a little loud. So that means that tells me you're not like blasting the whole neighborhood. Oh yeah, no, no, for sure. Yeah, which is what I don't want. Exactly. Yeah, We're exactly. just mature people. We yeah. don't care for that anymore. Yeah, right? no, so. no, I don't want to be loud. So, so yeah. yeah. That was I won't I won't out his uh his username. That's that's on him, but but yeah, it, it seemed at first like he was almost offended by the fact that, you know, you put that exhaust on the car. It's a but, bling factor. Yeah, I mean, honestly, more it looks, looks and sounds nice. It looks zero. and it sounds good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh but afterwards he was like, "Oh, but it's great anyway." So I'm like, "Yeah, whatever." Yeah, no no feelings hurt. It's a discussion point. Yeah, yeah. Then he said you were a little bitch <laughs> <laughs> for not going to NASA <laughs> yeah. next week. No, 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 no. No, you're you're cool cuz you're going to uh Streets of Willow in December. Streets of Willow in December. Yeah, yeah. What's that? That's what uh, event? That's is the that? track event that I I sent. I we talked about this. I put it on the Trello board for planning. It's on oh. the eleventh of December. Okay. And you've already registered. I heard. Did I? Uh, yeah. Did you register yeah, for you, me? You, you owe me eighty bucks, dude. <laughs> Do they do they let noobs on? Because I saw. That, oh like, yeah, yeah. On grid does uh, at Sonoma or Laguna yeah. Seca. They don't allow noobs. Oh, not at Laguna Seca, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. Some of the more advanced tracks, like you have to have experience. Okay. But like, I think they're Thunderhill, and they have some big Willow events. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can noobs can go. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not a big deal. But as Jaime said, if we make a decision on which one we're going to, he'll go to that one with us. Oh, to help. Yeah, because he wants the... he wants to do a shakedown with his EG. Oh. Because he, he he estimates he'll be done in December also. Okay. So then I'll take the E36, you take the S2000, and he'll just you know sit with you. Give you some pointers. Right. He'll do drive. the unofficial yeah. HPD one. I recommend letting him. I know that's kind of hard, but I recommend letting him have a lap in your S2000 and you watching it. Oh, okay. I feel no, like that's that, that, that that's how I learn, at least. Really? Like, you kind of, you you realize how fast you can actually go. That's yeah, right. Rather Seeing than, somebody else yeah, get it to the limit. Exactly. Controlled limit yeah. is probably ideal. Rather yeah. than you having, like, baby yourself there yes yeah so after missing out on nasa i will say i'll pull a charles barkley i guarantee <laughs> <laughs> i guarantee and all of his flopped right yeah. but nonetheless <laughs> 
He said, I guarantee the Clippers will def- uh, the NBA championship, oh, right? damn. Wounds. Yes, Wounds. I know. All um, right. You heard it here first. But no, what I say I'll guarantee is my next purchase is a helmet. Oh, get the because fuck that's out of gotta, here, Randy. You had me so excited. I thought no, you were guaranteeing that, the trade. That has to be the next progressive step, right? I mean, it's I can't of, let everything else, other purchases get in the way. Oh, for sure. Right? Yeah, but you don't need anything else, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So but that's what I mean. So like that basically. Give us the track guarantee. That puts my foot in the water. That puts right. me in. Right. No, the car puts you in. <laughs> <laughs> Also to that end, because you know you, you had me thinking about it a lot this week. And, yeah. Um. Even I think this is a lifer car. Yeah. Because even if I were to get another fun, you know, sports car. Yeah. This could still end up being like a higher end, like track toy. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Because it's not like a pristine garage queen at 20,000 miles. Yeah. 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 So it can be that still. There's so much support for it still. Yeah. So no hell it's yeah. It's a little dude. bit higher tier than like a Civic, but nonetheless it could be that. I feel like the S2000 is definitely a track flex. Mm-hmm. Oh, like when it? you Like when you see them like I'm meaning in that when you if see them on the track, track they, they always look attractive. Oh, okay. You know, right, on the track. Right. right yeah. Yeah. So, um, so, so you're guaranteeing track so, event on December? Is that what you're saying? I thought. Well, my head was going to NASA. I I guaranteed NASA at yeah, Auto no. Club Speedway to Jaime. So that might be gone next year. Even Auto Club, yeah, might be gone. Oh, really? So Auto uh, NASCAR, you can blame NASCAR for that. We should have talked about. Oh, this. you did before. You, you mentioned that they're changing up the track. The yeah, inside so track. they want to do a short course uh, with NASCAR, which means modifying the track, which means they'd be getting rid of the roval that nasa does at, at auto club oh so we would we wouldn't have access to that potentially i think it's still a proposal but you okay. know nascar has money so we'll see we'll see what that how that goes or we run out apple valley for a or we run out up or you go to streets of willow in december which is actually not that far also it's like the same distance to apple valley basically oh really yeah it's like an hour 45 oh, the one just hours. around the mountains around just past the uh, san fernando um uh, yeah i think that's that's okay. it. i think that's okay. it you're right okay um it's not as far as button willow that's for sure december yeah december 11th okay so i guess like i said it's 80 bucks i already registered you so <laughs> <laughs> on to the next question next and question. last question next question luis from los angeles sends in what is the hardest mod you've done in your life Oh, dude i've done bitch mods it's all bolt-on shit but out of for that me, out of that what would be the hardest um being 18 and doing uh cold air intake maybe really uh, so i feel like brakes would be harder not for me because well i fucked up some people's brakes but um <laughs> what <laughs> yeah because so, in some cases you have to turn the piston uh-huh for some japanese makes and i didn't know that so i'd like shove it in and they broke uh no they wouldn't break because they're steel right but I think I probably fucked their threads up on the um because oh. some of the rear brake pistons you have to turn the piston itself and it spins into a thread. Really? Or that's what it seems like to, in order to push it back so that you could put the pad in and slip it over the rotor. Yes. So when you engage your brakes, is it coming out spinning? It must be because right. it's probably on that thread, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly right. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, well, that's a weird design. Yeah, but the early Toyotas didn't have that, so 
My dad just showed me C-clamp that bitch or use a brake that's pad, how, yeah, that's how I've brake pad pusher and yeah. then just push it out, right? Yeah. So I've done that for some friends' cars where I forced it when it should have been turned. And it still worked. It still worked. Oh, okay. You didn't mess it up then. Who knows? <laughs> but yeah, so hardest mod, maybe skill, you know, a skill at that age coupled with no YouTube. Right, right. And looking at black and white prints that came with the intake box. Yeah. That might have been the most challenging, even though it's really so easy in our our heads right, right. Like cutting the fender liner and all that shit that might have been the hardest but like in recent years i you don't really do a lot of stuff i don't do anything difficult i mean you do the real shit i would say save engine building yeah that's really where my next that's int- phase your, your would answer's be. interesting because technically difficult i would say rebuilding the vanos okay um just with like there's specific positions you have to put things yeah. in or specific ways yeah. of getting things out and putting things in. Uh, but I wouldn't say it's particularly hard. But right. but if 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 I answer the same way as you in in my level of experience at the time, mm-hmm. it would be co- uh, installing coilovers, actually. Pre- in my Rio. Oh, okay. Why is um, that? So this is actually, I went to, I don't know if I've told this story before, but... I went to the garage. Your, your dream garage. Yes. Yeah. Right? Where you can rent out the You can the rent lift. out the bay and a lift. Mm-hmm. And that's what I used to install my coilovers. And I installed the fronts were fine. Mm-hmm. But the rears, being that the spring is separated from the shock, mm-hmm. you have to preload the spring with a jack. Mm. So I lowered the car on the lift low enough to where I could reach it with a pretty high jack mm-hmm. to to press the spring up so I could then bolt the shock. Okay. What I didn't notice I was doing is that I was cranking the jack and it was actually lifting the car off, off of the lift stands. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden I hear creaking noises and I, I Indiana Jones that bitch <laughs> and I run out from under the car, tuck and roll to the outside and the car slid off of the lift uh, points okay and actually uh it caught the edge of the car Ooh. like the the um, right under the rear door okay it caught it right there and the car didn't fall further oh there was it if it would have fallen maybe a centimeter or two the lift uh fork would have gone right through the window of the car oh and the car would have fallen on its side i mean that it was ready to go it was the most stupid move uh-huh. like at all the like the owners of the place that were in the registration area could see like right at me they're like what the fuck yeah yeah yeah. they were totally cool about it they were they were totally cool about it okay, and they just good. lowered the car all the way but there was no suspension in it okay so when they lowered the car, the side that wasn't on one of the forks mm-hmm. went all the way to the ground. Yeah. So right. there was no way to get anything under there. Oh, shit. Yeah. So we had to like, luckily, I still had the wheel on because I was doing it with, I was still doing it with the wheels on. Yeah. I had that wheel on or I put it back on. It was. Uh-huh. And. Um, that gave you enough height. That, to, yeah. That to, gave us enough. Get... Yeah. That jacking up, putting that on. That gave us enough height to put the fork under and then lift it back up okay. and then finish the job. So I would say that was probably the hardest job just because of how stupid I was mm, mm-hmm. in doing that. Right. I wasn't thinking about, you know, I, I thought I was compressing the spring the whole time, but eventually right. the spring gave all it could and it was just lifting the car up. Right. That was scary as hell. That is crazy. Oh my God. That was yes. so scary, man. Yeah. But that was definitely the hardest. But to your point, 
to, in today's world, nothing is that hard because of YouTube. Yeah. What made it hard for me was not having any resource. Right. Or anybody that knew what the fuck to do with a yeah. Toyota Celica. The only resources are like books or like manuals. Forums. Yeah. Forums. Barely. Yeah. It's yeah. another guy telling you how yeah. to do it. Yeah. And it's all text. So you don't yeah. know what the fuck they're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Really? It was a lot harder back in the day. It was. It, it definitely really took me was. a lot longer to do things. like, And it was in my Civic. Right. Which is supposed to be a lot easier. easier right? Yeah. Like I was too scared to lower my car because I didn't know how to separate a shock's um, from the spring uh, on the McPherson strut. I actually, well, I mean, th- I, at that time, I was still going to AutoZone for advice. Oh, you on were? How to do some of that stuff. That's where oh, I so learned. You're asking. That's where I learned about uh, spring compressors. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I didn't like, I didn't have a big crew of guys that were doing the same. Cars. I was the most knowledgeable car guy yeah, in my yeah. group of guys, <laughs> <laughs> which is scary. Yeah. So you would look for different resources on how to do this, and most of like engine stuff. Yeah. My dad, right? He okay. knew like thermostats, cooling system, all that base, stuff. Base, yeah, yeah, knowledge. But, like, Foundation. mods, yeah, that wasn't a thing that my yes. dad did, you know? Yeah, my dad thought it was stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'd have to look at, like, Haynes manuals at the library. Yeah, That yeah, was another exactly. resource yep, I had yep, to go to yep, yep. back then. Yeah. Fuck, man. Yeah, <laughs> These dude, kids have it easy. That's how it was. Yes. Yeah. But now, to your point, yeah, like, nothing seems difficult. No. Even pulling an engine is just, like, whatever. Yeah. So I think for Luis, if you're listening, uh, which I hope you are, I think this question comes from that, from yeah. the intimidation that you get from getting, you know, from not ever doing these things to your car and mm-hmm. undertaking something new. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid. It's mostly, it's all on YouTube. Literally everything is on YouTube. Right. There's like eight different ways of doing any given thing on YouTube. Um, so you, you can really make easy work of anything. I think, uh, you know, in terms of actual difficulty, the subframe bolts gave me a ton of work this weekend. That would be a bitch. Because Cause he- it's heavy and you got to get it aligned perfectly, right? Oh, well, not all six it w- or it wasn't, eight. The aligning part is not hard because okay. they actually, I mean, it's like little cups that go into the yeah. thing. So it's like to nipples align. that go into the hole. Yeah. But it's so hard to get like 80, 90 foot pounds on your back. Yes. You know, on the on the on the torque wrench. Oh, you know, I'm like cranking it. Wow. And, even 80 or 90, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. That your, makes sense because like you have no like I should have put it higher. Yeah. But then I also made the mistake that I'm on a rolling like creeper that, ne- that it's, oh, that's it's so much word. harder. <laughs> yeah. It's so much it's harder. It's convenient to slide yeah. out of the car. Dude, but by, by the third bolt, I was so worn out. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then I I. I I got rid of the creeper and just got on my back and yeah. I was like, Oh my God, this is so much easier. Yes. Cause it's just your weight holding it, holding yeah. it down. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. F- creepers but yeah, are that like, sucked, yeah. man. Yes. That sucked. Like under the car, like parallel to the car, having yes. to crank 80, 90 pounds. Mm-hmm. is not, I mean, the first one is fairly easy. Yeah. But then after that, you start thinking, man, man like is, is 80 pounds getting harder? Yeah. Or I'm just getting more tired for sure. Oh man. That, that sucked. But That's funny in general, it's all easy. Yeah, most car stuff. Yeah, with the knowledge that's available to I us. I mean, close second is installing a sound system, but that's mostly because I despise electrical work. Oh, I despise it, and it's easy, it but I just easy. hate it. It's easy. I just hate dealing with wires. I always have. Yeah, that there's a lot more. Yeah, electrical is a bitch. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I have had a short. You have. I have had a short that I caused. That's scary, you know, and I think, but th- because of that, I'm a little more apprehensive. Yeah, because um, okay. it took forever to find out what the issue was. Right. Uh, but you know, I did learn how to solder, solder, and and do all that stuff. Yeah. So, um, 
I can appreciate that, but still, I just hate dealing with it. To your, I guess, back to this question, to your point, and to your point about electrical, running a wire from the the car's, um, the main compartment of the car, yeah, through the door, the little rubber hose from the body to the door, yeah, for speaker wires, that's probably like the hardest thing I've ever had to do. Oh yeah, those are the worst, dude. Oh, tell me about it. I have to wire three gauges, right? Okay. Uh, through the firewall is it through, through the, the firewall, firewall. and yeah. the E36 it's like it's like they they never wanted you to do that for mm-hmm. some reason of course so you have to either take out the fuse box on worse on one side and feed it through there with wire or all the way on the passenger side yeah. and take out the carpeting from the inside and feed it through a hole there yeah but it's just like fuck man i just hate having to do that and you're like twisted under the oh, in the yeah, footwell of dude. your car and i'm a big dude like you know like <laughs> And you, you can call it padding, but it still hurts. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, man, I, like, I feel like I can, every time I'm dealing with like with stuff under the foot wells, I feel like I'm a contortionist. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. it's just a pain in the ass to work it in those is. areas. It really, really like, is. Yeah, like, it's the worst. Yeah, yeah footwell, ECU, anything. Yeah, running wires, even speaker power wires from the battery through the firewall into the car for the uh, amp. Yeah, no. Not a, not so, Luis, forget thing. everything I just said. Yeah, it's electrical. anything in the footwell. Yeah, Electri- yeah. Anything, anything electrical footwell, in the footwell. Electrical, yeah. Yes. Fuck Absolutely. that. Yes. Yes. That's the worst. <laughs> but that is our episode. How do you find us, John? You can find us at 91octane.com. That is all letters, no numbers. Also, like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. Please follow us on Instagram at 91octane for all the latest. And also, if you have any questions uh, that you want to submit for us to discuss on the episodes, info at 91octane.com. Or just hit us up in the DM. Or just hate on us in the DM, and I'll make sure to talk about it. Any last words, Randy? No shout-outs this week. Oh, damn. Cold-blooded. Yes. (laughs) Good night. Bye. (laughs)